0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another Solo Spooky Story. My name's Rob, and today I'm going to be your host. For anyone that doesn't know, these episodes are slightly shorter, they're told by a solo host, there's no kind of conversation in it, it's more just a case of I'm telling you a story, bringing you on a journey, talking about a case that is, you know, shorter in nature, wouldn't necessarily have enough there to make a full episode, or, you know, it's just something that we're interested in. And today's episode in particular is a bit of a fun one actually, because um, it's brought me into a world that I wasn't really fully familiar with. I obviously know about it being Irish, it's kind of something that we're aware of um, at the best of times, but this was really my first kind of time properly reading into the, the world of fairies and the fae and kind of how they exist in irish folklore and this fairy in particular is one that immediately kind of jumped out at me as someone that i would love to read into more and talk about on on an episode so i'm today talking about the far jarig or the red man and all the kind of ghostly shenanigans that this little lad gets up to (laughs) it's a really really interesting little character he's kind of just this generally just angry small little fairy that just causes mischief um ranging from messing up your house or outside area all the way up to replacing your child with a changeling which is another fairy killing cattle all that sort of stuff so he kind of covers the whole spectrum this character he kind of appears in both irish and scottish folklore so he's kind of um that kind of celtic sort of creature that kind of pops up here and there so I'll make references to both him being Irish and Scottish, so let me set the scene. In the shadowed realms of Irish and Scottish folklore, where misladen landscapes hold the echoes of centuries past, there emerges a spectral guardian known as the Far This enigmatic creature, with its haunting presence and malevolent gaze, weaves tales of ancient curses and forbidding mysteries. Cloaked in the deep hues of crimson, the Far is a figure of both fascination and trepidation haunting the desolate ruins, forgotten castles, and untamed landscapes. The very essence of the Fire Jarrag is steeped in the mystical traditions of Celtic folklore, where the boundaries between the mortal realm and the supernatural are thin, and the spirits of the land rise to guard their sacred domains. Its name, A Whisper on the Wind, translates to Red Man in Gaelic, a testament to the fiery glow that envelops this spectral entity. Legends speak of the Farjarig as a guardian of secrets buried in the stones of ancient ruins, hidden away from the prying eyes of mortals. Its crimson-hued figure is often glimpsed among the shadows, a silent watcher with eyes that pierce the darkness. But beware, for this guardian is no benevolent spirit. It revels in mischief, curses, and the unsettling consequences that befall those who dare disturb its hallowed grounds. As the keeper of forbidden knowledge and the arbiter of fate for those who trespass into its domain, the Farjarig embodies the cautionary tales spun through generations. Its present tells of the intertwined threads of rebellion, oppression, and the mystical forces that bind the destinies of those who seek to unravel the mysteries of the past. Step cautiously into the ancient landscapes adorned with runes. For the Farjaric's present lingers, a guardian and a warning against the curiosity that beckons explorers into the unknown. As the crimson glow intensifies in the moonlit night, the tales of the Far come alive, weaving a tapestry of folklore that etches its mark on the souls of those who dare to venture into the haunted realms of Ireland and Scotland. So yeah, we're talking about the Far uh, which in Irish means Red Man. Fire being man, Jarric being red. As I said, uh this is a kind of a creature that lives in the the fairy realm, is a, a member of the Fae, which is a whole episode in itself, which I will do eventually with Suze. It briefly touches into the Tuha de Danon, which, if you listen to our Fremorian episode, you'll be aware they are another group of ancient Irish creatures that existed that were kind of viewed as gods and supernatural beings. So. The fairies or the fae descend from them, allegedly. So, as I said, that's a whole other episode that we will get into eventually. But it will be a full episode, so I wouldn't I wouldn't deny that this is more tales of uh, magical cows and uh, silver arms and all that sort of stuff. So, But yeah, the Farjarig, he's kind of this embodiment of Celtic beliefs in the supernatural uh, spirits and kind of, you know, supposedly kind of guards certain places, especially those of kind of historical or mystical significance. And uh, for anyone that doesn't know, kind of Celtic folklore does often include tales of magical creatures with specific roles and characteristics. So the Fire is basically a perfect example of this. He's a representation of the kind of the darker darker aspects of these myths. The Farjarig, he seems to have originated as some sort of I suppose guardian spirit associated with the land. He's kind of tasked with protecting ancient sites and kind of uh, as I saw described online, hidden treasures and. There, it, it does kind of lend kind of credence to that kind of the kind of Irish culture that there is this deep connection between the land and the kind of spirit guardians. And the Far Jarrig is definitely a manifestation seemingly of the consequences faced by those who disturbed sacred places. Uh, in Ireland in particular, we have these fairy rings or fairy forts, which are oftentimes, you know, it, it could be a ring of mushrooms. Uh, it could be an ancient fort that's there from you know the iron age or neolithic times that the explanation for it is that it's a fairy fort built by the fairies from a a time forgotten and you still see them on the landscape today and there is still superstitions around them that you don't mess or disturb with a fairy fort you don't break it you don't do anything with it because you'll ultimately invite bad luck and misfortune on yourself and the Jarig seems to be linked with this. He's kind of linked with this kind of um, superstition around the fairy forts, the fairy people, and the bad luck that comes with it. So I'll just go into some just brief characteristics and attributes of the Jarig, so you can kind of get an idea. So his appearance, as I said, he's called the Red Man. He's typically described as a small gnome-like creature with... Uh, malevolent expression he's often depicted wearing a red hat or hood which gives him his distinctive appearance and the rest of his body is also this deep red kind of crimson color he's known to be quite mischievous and malicious in nature and he's said to delight in causing harm to humans and is often associated with curses malevolent tricks and dark bargains and um, some of those bargains are like quite creepy uh like getting people to promise their soul to him for helping and and things like that so he he's quite uh quite sinister in some legends he's also said to be a guardian of hidden treasures especially in ancient ruins or castles so a lot of people say that you'll find the fire jar hiding in castles and, and things like that anyone that tries to get these treasures seem to kind of interact with the fire Gyrig in some way and he will basically fuck you up if you mess with his domain in any way and yeah so as i said he's also associated with uh as i said changelings and like chain um killing animals and, and things like that so it's only natural i suppose that he's also associated with death and the afterlife so yeah he's he's a bit of a weird character in english folklore there seems to be a creature there called the red cap which seems to be just another version of the Farjarig. Uh, red Caps are described as violent and bloodthirsty spirits that inhabit the old border castles, and the stains on their caps are supposed to be the blood of their victims. So yeah, the Farjaric, similar enough creature, I suppose, to the Redcap. But yeah, with the Farjarig, he's a really interesting character, and I discovered in researching for this that... There seems to be, uh, as I said before in previous episodes, like Ireland can be quite a superstitious country. We have a lot of superstitious beliefs still, and a lot of people like hold them dearly to them. I had no idea how deep that went though, um, because when I looked into this, I discovered that the poet William Butler Yeats, W.B. Yeats, And Ireland's first president, Douglas Hyde, both believe not only just, like, had an interest in fairies and the fairy realm, but apparently they, like, properly believed in fairies. And chief of these is the Far Jarrig. So much so that Yates actually wrote about the Far Jarrig in some sort of some, some sort of like like a series almost, where he's like going through the Irish kind of myths and legends, and he talks about the Firjarek. But the way that he writes about the Farjarig is this is fact. It's almost like he's describing an animal, like in some sort of like uh, journal. So he says the Farjarig is an Irish fairy though its original home may have been Scotland. Translated, the name means Red Man, and he says they're also known by the name Rat Boys. I hadn't seen this online apart from here, so I'm not quite sure about that, but he says it's largely due to their appearance, and then he goes on to describe saying the Rat Boys have dark, hairy skin, long snouts, skinny tails, and are rather fat. I don't know about that, but look this is what Yates says, so who am I to disagree with him? The Farjarig wears a red cap and coat and busies himself by being the practical joker of the other world. And Yates then goes on to say, of all these solitary and mainly evil fairies, there's none more wretched than the Far Like many other phantoms, he presides over evil dreams and some legends hold that the Farajarek is an unlucky former human who wandered into fairyland by mistake and now attempts to warn others from making the same mistake. So that kinda of goes back to what I was saying about, you know, the fairy forts and, and all that sort of stuff, like Maybe the Far was an unfortunate individual who disrupted Fairyland and he's being punished for eternity now. Yates then goes on to say that despite the apparently good natured move of the Farjarig in potentially helping people, they also revel in cruel and gruesome practical jokes, which they play upon those who've basically made the mistake of irritating them. So a favourite trick is to make some poor mortal jump over like hedges and ditches and seemingly like hurt themselves in some way. Or to carry a corpse on their back. So I have no idea where that comes from. Fairly kind of out there. But then he also goes on to describe like their like their diet and stuff like that. He said that they consume carrion and that they don't exactly have like a, a strong palate and things like that. So like Yates really believed in these creatures. And then he goes on to describe how they're most active in the wintertime. They're found along polluted coastlines in swamps, marshes and coastal ruins and basically you should avoid them at all cost. But then he gives some advice at the end, saying that occasionally they venture into the land of humans where they delight in startling people by knocking upon their doors in the dead of night and asking to warm themselves by the fire. He says, crucially, do not refuse this request, as it's exceedingly bad luck and you may wake up to find a changeling in your child's crib or that your cows have come down with sickness." Should you happen to encounter a fire jerry, take great pains to be polite to it, lest you become the victim for one of its practical jokes. So yeah, it's um, really interesting, you know, that we have this this creature that we kind of we know about, they exist in Irish folklore and Scottish folklore, and they've come across into like, obviously, the English kind of side of things as well. But yeah, the, it's it's not just even just that local folklore kind of keeps it alive. You have, who's probably arguably the most famous Irish poet of all time, also writing about them. So, you know, who are we to say? what uh, what the fire is and, and and what he does, you know, we we have some seriously big uh, names kind of dropping dropping them here. So Yates ends it all with, I think this lovely little quote of, no matter what one doubts, one never doubts the fairies and I, I think that's a really cool way of looking at the Far Jarric and fairies in general Irish people and you know others not just Irish people but I'm I'm going to talk from my experience with Irish people we are a superstitious bunch you know people do firmly believe in fairies still there are a lot of people that talk about fairies and it's only natural I think that you'd have someone like the Far Jarrick existing and all of this this kind of darker fairy who lives on the the boundaries of what's real and what isn't and you know is there causing bad luck causing sickness causing children to disappear causing animals to fall ill and die you know he's the perfect symbol to blame all bad luck and misfortune on and you know to to basically say like to i suppose rationalize why things are happening to you it's well you know it wasn't my fault it was the fire jarig who did it so you know or trying to rationalize why a blight might have happened or something like that you know it's easier to blame it on the fire jarig than than it is to i suppose if you don't have the understanding there of why things happen but yeah this is a really really interesting case and as i said there's a lot more to it than what i've given it I, I don't think i've given it the full credence that he deserves but the the two who is obviously the big one and then it goes into how they descended into fairies and things like that so i will dedicate a full episode to like properly look into the two who Danan, the fairies they're also known as the good people in ireland and everything that comes from them and how they kind of touch on the christianity side of things as well which is really interesting there's that kind of ancient Druidic influence that then slowly starts to creep into the christianity and how they could be like fallen angels and all that sort of stuff but that, that's you know for for a different day but yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode as as short as it is and you know if you have any other stories or cases that you want to submit for us to read out like please do get in touch at um the spooky af pod on instagram it's it's where we're most active uh i actually did get some submissions from from some fans that we will be putting together into uh two short episodes and one full length episode so they they will be coming up soon enough so if anyone else has any other kind of interesting tales or spooky stories that they want to submit to us you know send us through whatever you want any information you want as as little or as large we'll we'll look through it and and we'll get to it at some point but apart from that hope you all have a a lovely weekend or lovely rest of your day or whenever you're listening to this I, i hope you're all keeping well and we'll catch you in the next episode stay spooky everyone